You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Way Station. To ensure traveler safety and comfort, please deposit your baggage at the door. The Way Station encourages open discussions. All stories are also accepted. Rest from your journey through life. Enjoy your stay, and please come again. Hello, and welcome back to the Way Station. I'm Stephanie, and I'm a taco. Sup? I'm Jason. And it's actually five o'clock. I know we did it on time. Yay! Hey, actually, it's five oh one on this. Well, one. we started the music at five. I understand this. Therefore, I, we were on I, time. I, I'm okay with this. It's five oh one Eastern Standard Time. Actually, it's daylight savings time, but that's yeah, it's EDT, not EST. Yeah. Silly. I'm always going to say. E- <laughs> wow, that that's that's I'm, the look I fear. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm, always gonna, I, I'm not going to change it. Just because I'm not some changing some it. states do not participate in daylight savings time, so we need to make that distinction. Looking at you, Indiana, well, but I don't really care. I'm going to call it what I want. It's my life. Leave me alone. It's my life. We're <laughs> no, on Bon Jovi-ing it up. <laughs> Uh, so it's been two long weeks since we've been here on the show. Not a whole lot has happened in the last two <laughs> weeks. Megan is choking. I'm okay. You all right? Yeah, we're good. Um, except for there is one story. Oh, God. So I went to Megan <laughs> um, because she has a job, and uh, I went to Wait, do, work, do people that listen to this show know that Megan has a job? Megan, can you clarify? <laughs> Motherfuckers, I got a job. <laughs> So I, were, I don't feel like there were enough H's in that because it's usually job. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. Now I can't. She, yeah, she can't. I can't, do it now. I can't do it now. Fuck you, you Dave. <laughs> Later. <laughs> I'll try and keep that in mind the next time I say job. Oh, yeah. And by the way, we are being joined by uh, Jason. Sup. <laughs> Who's that guy? And Apparently, if you do um, a horrible interview on your show, you get to be a co-host. Yeah, I, I heard that's the new rule. It, yep. Yeah, basically. It's <laughs> <laughs> Never well, gonna live it down. The Stephanie and Megan show with Jason Chmielewski. <laughs> we have to make a we have to make a new song now. <laughs> yeah, yeah got a new logo. Gotta, <laughs> have like him, tiny little have like him Chris Hansen style in the background sliding out from the back. <laughs> They're Oh my god! I am not doing that to our logo. I will not do that to Whitney's lovely work. (laughs) She just has to make a new one. I mean, we'll still use the old one, but there'll be the new one. She can make a. Just be careful, like you don't want him. You don't want him to be like cousin Oliver. You don't want him to be the kiss of death for the show. Like (laughs) it could happen. It could happen. I don't get that reference. Whatever the Brady Bunch, cousin Oliver. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, seven on Married with Children. Yeah, so, no, yeah. now I got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yesterday I went to Megan's job to get my nails done, which they look, they look really good. They do. I love them. Very, Thanks. I'm very happy with them. So I was like, okay, they were really long, and they were starting to like break down at the bottom. And I said, Megan, let's you know, let's cut them down this and time. let's let's let me iterate. It, 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 they were long. They very, were really long. Very long. Yeah. For, for her, but they were still long. Yeah. So Megan, you, she normally just takes like a file and like files them down, but she was like, okay, I'm going to get the nail clippers because out. Because she Cause told they were really them, hold long. on, hold on, but because you broke a nail, there was mm-hmm. a broken nail and you were like, oh, we'll just take it yeah. down to around this size. Okay. No problem. It's like really short. I wasn't going to go like stub short, but they're really, the, the finger was really short. So she Like brings- would, it, would it have choked shallow mouth? 
if you were here? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I had nightmares about that after that show. I have to look at him every day. What are you talking about? Poor life decisions, Megan. <laughs> I'm you, getting, you know, I and I have to pay for them. So thank you for reminding you're me. You're welcome. You're welcome. If we have to be reminded of your poor life choices, so do you. It's just, it's only fair. Um, so anyway, she gets out her nail clippers and she you know, starts with the first and again, pinky. And again, I don't normally use clipper like the the nail yeah, clippers. I normally file everything be, because you could cut them too short. Right. So she, you know, she goes clip. And I'm like, ah, and my finger starts bleeding. And so we. So is it like a dog? Like when you clip there, like you don't really know okay. where the vein is. So, <laughs> okay. So some people, Explain. some people, they're hypernachium, which is there's a little bit of flesh that. Wait, t- I was she lost that years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Megan was my first. She did it. Is that, is that like. It's a, like like a Latin or something for like being incredibly naked. You're hypernachium. Like what, what the hell? <laughs> it's a little bit of flesh. Technically, it's like the the flesh that holds your nail to your together. Yeah. yeah, but so it can something grow. You don't want to lose. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes. But in this case, a lot of women, some women, their hypernachium grows with their nail, which you can push down after it grows so far because normally it just sits right like in between your nail bed and you have that space. But for some women, that hypernachium um, grows. Or it's a little bit like it, it's, it's a lot longer nail than You'll see, some people. Like my, my fingers are from working. Which so, so what you're saying is that Steph has an enlarged hypernicium. Yes. I mean, and it's a thing. Babies, I do on both of them. It's a thing I just found out yesterday. So the and it's all natural? They're not implants or anything? Do you have enlarged hypernicium? No, this is all natural. All natural. Okay, so the 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 clippers, and it was at a decent length, a length that I thought, yeah, that'll be fine, and then I yeah. could just file the rest of them and make them look the same. So I clip. And yes. And then there was blood. Like, I swear to God, it almost felt like it was just like a scene, like somebody's head gets chopped off and blood squirts, starts squirting out. (laughs) Like, in my head, that's what was happening to her pinky. Like, and and afterwards, like, it's really not that bad. But as I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, my God. She, like, grabs my finger and slams it into a towel. She's like, put pressure on it. I'm going to go get you some antiseptic. And she's freaking out. Like, I I swear to God, your face almost went white. Yes. Like, you were so upset. I was. Because I've been doing nails for two years. I've been a licensed cosmetologist for seven, I think. I haven't really counted. But um, this was the first time I actually cut someone's hypernicium. And, it, and honestly, looking at the nail as it was laying there, it wasn't that much, but it was enough to count, which it can. So it was just the tip? It, it was, was just, just the tip. tip. <laughs> yeah. But it scared yeah, the living daylights out of me. I was like, I swear to God, I didn't know what's going to happen. I'm so sorry. I'm still sorry. You were more upset about it than I was. Yes. I just kind of was like, it's, Megan, it's like I was comforting her because she yeah. was freaking out. I'm bleeding and I'm just like, Megan, it's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm like, I've been through worse in life. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. It was just, it was one of those moments. Did you, just to let you know, there was at one point I was talking to my client today and I was like, I cut my friend. I chopped her hypernicium. 
I was like, it was, it was so close. Were you in confession? I, I swear to God, I, I just felt like, I feel like if I hurt someone that, oh, take my license, might as well just fuck it and done. Like she I, hurts me all the time, but she's never drawn blood. It's always before. mental. <laughs> you know, this is, <laughs> this is the exact opposite of good press for your, for your line of work. It's for okay. you, specifically. It's, okay. it's, just it's just okay. making sure you're you aware Because that. any of my clients that know me know that it's not right. Um, I gave myself some bad press, and I get reminded of it every time I come here. <laughs> well, that's you. Yeah. I have a vagina. It's a completely different story. Hmm. <laughs> Are you She's got a point. getting a vagina now? <laughs> you know what? You know what? If I was ever going to, it's the like way too mo- late in life to even bother with that. The miracles of modern technology, anything's possible. Yeah. It's crazier things. I told you, okay, go, I love Ghost in the Shell. If that, if that shit's ever real, I'm going to have a male body, I'm going to have a female body, and I'm going to have like a dinosaur body. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> any day I can be like, I identify as this today, and today I'm a dinosaur, and maybe another day I'm a transformer. Right. Screw it, I just want to be a transformer. But yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, that's amazing. Erecticon. <laughs> oh, yeah, Erecticon. Just, just jacking it, that'll be my catchphrase. Uh, well, yep, so... Um, there was a little thing that was going on the other day between uh, Trico and, and Dave. Well, actually, no. Trico posted something, and we're going to talk about it in the second um, half hour of the show. There's an article about masturbation um, and why. And of course, Trico was the first comment. He, he yeah, like it had it had to come from Trico. Yeah. And so, like, I'm lo- I look at this on my Facebook, and it's Eric Gutierrez, yeah. Dave, yeah. who's sitting right here. Um, it was Trico and Eduardo, or uh-huh. Eddie, as you know him, if you've listened to the show. And, of course, these guys are all posting on this thing about masturbation, saying, oh, my God, well, then, you know, like, things about masturbation. Right. And I just posted, you know, that because it's amazing. And it was funny. And it was, mm-hmm. yeah. And I felt it was appropriate. It was I a kinda, good conversation starter. Yeah, like, I wanted to get Clearly. in on... I don't have a penis, so I had to, like, do something to, like, insert myself into the conversation. <laughs> Phrasing. I know, right? Yeah. I did that on purpose. And, and uh, just so you know, um, w- women can masturbate. They, you don't well, have to have a penis. I don't well, know if you're aware of this. They're talking there's about... Some, there's some literary material. And you can do it without you know, cutting your hypernicium. <laughs> yeah. They were talking about male <laughs> masturbation. This, the article was about male okay. masturbation. Okay. Which would require a penis. Yes, you are yes. correct. Okay. Yes. Which I do not have. Good yet. to know. Yes. Currently. Yet is that what you just? Yes. Well, you know, the day is young. <laughs> you know, uh, this the show, way she keeps talking, it sounds like it might end up. Well, no, I mean we are going to have a crazy night. We're having a birthday party at my place for our wonderful best friend Melissa, and um, there's going to be a crap ton of alcohol. I don't know what a crap ton of alcohol looks like. Kind of, it actually kind of looks like the bar here at Podcast Detroit. <laughs> I feel like that's what a crap ton of alcohol should look like. There's a lot of alcohol. So, so speaking of which, so I went to a little podcaster meetup before I came here to run this um, for one of the one of the shows that came to our meetup uh, a week and a half ago. Uh, asked me to come, so I went, and it's it's it was a meetup for a specific show, um, and it was hilarious because they actually pointed out, you know, like you threw a great event and it was phenomenal, everybody had a great time. We never actually did get to go to the studio, <laughs> <laughs> so we'd we'd really like to stop by and check it out at some point. Um, so they're coming out with like because we've seen pictures and people that have tagged photos of Podcast Detroit. Is there really a kegerator? And is that bar real? Yes. I'm like, yes. And yes. yes. <laughs> if it's not, then please, because don't don't touch me, because this is a great dream. Right. 
So yeah. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing. Uh, but yeah, so we're having a party at my place. Uh, bonfire, tons of alcohol. There's a gigantic tub of kerosene. Things could get crazy. All I know is I'm sitting far enough away from the fire to not get accidentally kerosened and then lit on fire. Ooh, just to be feel like clear. Dangerous. Sit by me, She did Meg. specify accidentally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm but, hoping. So on, per- on purpose you're open to? <laughs> to? No, sit by me. Where she, to, no, I don't want to. Okay, maybe. You know what? Never mind. Safe. I'll take that back. Okay, that's fine. I'm in front of you. Oh, no, somebody. I just want a clarification because I'm coming to this party tonight. And given our segue into it, is this a masturbation party? Um, yes. You know what? Rob and Eduardo are going to be there. So, so probably. <laughs> the funny part of that story is so I'm chatting with Steph about, you know, because I'm going to be here running the show today. Um, and she's like, I want to crash. Like last night, she's like, I want to crash out. But Jason just wants to play video games. And so I said, well, yeah. just tell him to play with himself. And she said, I would dot, dot, dot. But he would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. And two this points. Is why we love each other. Two points in reverse order. A probably. <laughs> B. You're the Splatoon maniac. Come on. Well, yeah. I will. And then the tides turn because I was supposed to get up early today to go to a tattoo appointment that. Um, my tattoo artist's son got sick, and he, you know, he had to cancel. I know. Cancel. I was going to drive you, and you were going to give me one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, wait, no, you weren't. No, I wasn't. no, no, you weren't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was never going to happen. I sent no. this to you before nice I found out that I didn't you, have you to did, get up yes. early. So I was getting really tired. And I'm like, oh man, I got to get up early. And then as soon as I got that text message, I was like, oh shit, I can drink now. Yeah, you started like, looking totally for booze. Late. Well, I, yep. I didn't look for it. I was just thinking, like, do I have any? She doesn't and have like, to look for it in her home. <laughs> it's not very far. Well. It was a little sparse last night. There was a bottle of uh, German Pinot Noir that was like wrapped in a. It, on the outside of the bottle is a like a gold monkey. Was it a gold monkey? Yeah, probably a gold colored monkey, like wrapping itself around the bottle of wine. Um, it showed up at my house, and that was the only wine I had. So. Sounds awkward. Yeah, it was a. Vi- As opposed to your normal preferred uh, flavor wine. of choice, which comes in a. Can. Yeah, so if you go to our Facebook page, The Way Station, you will see what I'm currently drinking and is one of my favorite wines. Uh, it is called Underwood. It is by some. Now, is, is this in any way endorsed or, fa- or done by Carrie, or is this just like a coincidence? Uh, it's probably a coincidence. You know, it, I'm not it's, 100% it's, sure on that. I did not Google this. To so. be fair, the concept is trashy enough that I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I. That's not nice. No, that was a sick burn, though. <laughs> I have nothing against Carrie Underwood, uh, but but I had to go there. <laughs> country music, country music, trashy yeah. stuff. Come on. Well, no. okay, so it's made by the Union Wine Company in Oregon. It's very good. There's it's, a union for the wine company. Union Wine in Oregon. Um, it's very delicious. Yes, it looks trashy, but I don't care. I don't care. I'm See, not here to impress. So anyone. the best part of this is that so they don't ship to Michigan. Like, you can't order it off their website. I tried to. But the liquor store up the street friggin' loves me. Like, every time I walk in, they're like, Dave, look at all these fun, weird bottles that we found for you, which is how the fun, weird bottles wind up here. Because uh-huh. Dave buys, like, 800 buckets of liquor. Because Literally. That buckets. happens. Buckets of liquor. They no and, longer come in bottles. And so I was like, hey, just on the off chance, like, here's the thing. Like, as we've got one of our show hosts that really likes this particular kind of wine. Can you see if you can get it? And so he like goes. He's like, "What is it?" I'm like, "I'm like, so I ask her, and I'm like, all right, what is it?'" And yeah, she says, "All right, I'm like, it's this." And he's like, "Give me like two minutes." And he makes like three phone calls, and he's like, "He's like, oh yeah, what do you need?" He's like, "We have cases here. I'll give you like twenty percent off a case." Like, <laughs> 
And that's how we have two cases. Right. He also tried to sell Dave better wine. He forgot that. Oh, part. he totally did. He was he was like, dude, he's like, seriously, he's like, why do you want wine in a can? Like, have you he's like, come with me, we have a whole wine. So I'm like, no, no, no. This is what she actually likes and wants. And he was like, Oh well then you should you should probably get that. <laughs> <laughs> the guy tried to talk him out of it. That's when you know you're drinking the classiest of wines. Right. It's trash chic. Oh, yep. I see what you did there, sir. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been fun. I'm drinking canned wine. Um, my pernicium, my hypernicium, hypernicium is a pickle uh, mary stem. So I feel like you know a whole new woman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's Saturday. and the country music man. I feel like a woman should come out of here. Oh no, no. <laughs> She's coming out with an album. Who? Shania Twain. Why? Because people she like her. Is it? Wait, is it 1997? Did I miss? 90s. That's when she was big. Oh, yeah. that's what I said. Is it 1997? Yeah. They follow me. I thought it was just... The, oh, no. No, never mind. You're right. I had a <laughs> the early brain fart. It, look, look. No, it was... Yeah, because I grew up dancing to it with my friends. Exactly. It's, it's the dance remix of yes. Shania. Yeah, that's that's what everybody remembers her for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, it, and I don't think it was Shania Twain. I can't remember who it was, but the dance just total. The random synaptic misfire. Um, my one of my favorite stories was being at a stoplight and getting busted. Uh, dude pulls up next to me at a stoplight in his big old pickup truck with you know gun rack and like the giant smokestacks off the back and his but big he was flannel shirt. To as I'm jamming out, dancing in my car and singing along to the dance remix of "Leave Me Breathless." <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty phenomenal. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you left that person feeling breathless because they were laughing so hard. I, I own my love of cheesy bubblegum pop dance music. I There's totally nothing do. wrong with it. Nope. But we that, all have our. I was about to say stuff. we do that all the time. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah, no, I'm not judging. We roll up listening person. to freaking Britney Spears, and you got people looking at us like, "What are we're like, you?" Yeah, it's why? 1995. Suck it. Well, I, I <laughs> know at care. least the three of us have terrible taste. Well, so. you, you listen to K-pop. Yeah, and you listen to uh, Kesha, and, and oh. Meg pulled out the uh, the Lady Gaga on I the did. way here. Sing some Lady Gaga on the way here, but um, real quick, Kesha has a new song out, and her new album is coming out. I think toward the end of this month, uh, the new song is called Pr- uh, "Praying." It's really good. But it's it not like really her good. other music. It's she's actually singing. It's really good. Well. <laughs> I didn't mean those two. They're not mutually <laughs> exclusive. Or they are. No, whatever. Whatever. My whole point you is. You get the point. M- Motherfucker, you get the point. <laughs> it's not like dancey, poppy, like just fuck it, like whatever. It's okay. actually like a very serious It's not song. sexualized. Right. And it's not about, oh, let's just dance and party and I, drunk and I'm not going to lie. When I heard Kesha did a song called Praying, I just assumed the entire song was about her and her knees. That's, no. Uh, yeah. well, it worked no, for Madonna. I was about to say, it's it not a Madonna move. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one, I think, um, I, I think it's pretty clear that it's about her whole... Um, the issues that she was having, the legal issues, and the the, uh, the yeah. sexual okay, so getting out of that, that law, yeah, that her producer and trying to you know, stuff. So I, it's I still it's still sexual technically. It's just not roll around no, in dirt. It's about her, like her old stuff. You know what? I'm not going to try to talk about my lady love Kesha anymore because you're being a dick. So. Hey, hey, Kesha's this is awesome. comedy, man. Jason's a butthole. I'm a butthole. <laughs> he listens to K-pop and that shit's terrible. There you go. Yeah, you were dancing in my car for like a solid hour of travel. Oh, yeah, because hey. I was drunk and I'll dance to anything. Oh, yeah, but it was hilarious. I will dance yes. to like a rubber band. Being like twang. I don't care. <laughs> bling, bling, bling. Yeah, I don't care. Now I need a rubber I'll band. I'll dance to pretty oh, much anything when I'm drunk. <laughs> Anyway, now, now that my feelings are crushed, let's move on. 
You started it. This is what happens when you've been best friends for like, what, 18 years now? I, I don't know. Was, was, it, was it ever really best? Was it? Was it? <laughs> have you ever listened to one of our shows? Bob and I annihilate each other every say, single show. Kind do. of what you do when you know somebody well enough that you can kind of cut them down to the bone <laughs> I publicly. I mean, that's right. real love. That's what, yeah. That's real love. Yeah. I love you, Jason. And the exact opposite. Both of those things. <laughs> it, just an intense knowledge, like, like a mortal enemy, like a, a deep knowledge of that person my, wouldn't enable you to do husband. the same thing. I do. I, that's on, like Honestly, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I need a good nemesis. Yeah. I do. Huh. I, like, uh, I, I, like, I need... I, I feel like... I do. I feel like I need... That arch enemy, that 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 nemesis to keep me on my toes. I think I think there's a page on Craigslist for that. There actually was an ad at oh one point God. that was amazing. It, it was hands down the huh. greatest thing ever. But and if you guys want to if you guys want to talk for a sec, I will find it. All right. Oh, All right. here we go. Because well, now I, I really want to know who could be Dave's nemesis. <laughs> nemesis. Uh, I did want to mention, um, I'm going to have an article coming out on IndieVolt.com. I'm not sure when it's going to be coming out, but um, in the near future, when I have a nailed down date, I will let you know and I will share it on the Waystation page. So look for some uh, interesting conversation about Scapegoat Press and what I'm doing with film and Jason's book. I even yeah, I have asked a, book. a question about Jason's book. Isn't that weird? I published it. So. Aw. I know. Are you going to publish our book? I Absolutely, I will. Okay. Are you kidding me? That'd be, that'd be awesome. Cool. Wait, you're ready. Done and done. Okay, this is a legal binding. Uh, this is binding. It's, <laughs> it's a, a verbal, verbal contract. contract. There. Where else would I go? I don't know. <laughs> so here you go. Uh, it was posted in 2008. Uh, Nemesis required. Six month project with possibility to extend. I've been trying to think of ways to spice up my life. I'm 35 years old, happily married with two kids, and I have a good job. But something's missing. I feel like I'm old before my time. I need to inject some excitement into my daily routine through my arm before it's too late. I need a challenge, something to get the adrenaline pumping again. An addiction would be nice, but in short, I need a nemesis. I'm willing to pay 350 up front for your services as an arch enemy over the next six months. Nothing crazy. Steal my parking space, knock my coffee out of my hands, trip me when I'm running to catch the subway, and occasionally <laughs> whisper to me, ha we meet again. That kind of thing. Just keep me on my toes. Complacency will be the death of me. You need to have an evil streak and be blessed with an innate guile and cunning. You should also be adept at inconspicuous pursuit. Evil laugh preferred. Send me a photo and brief explanation of why you would be a good nemesis. That is amazing. <laughs> like, I feel like I need to post that ad. Yeah. No, you, you, absolutely you have to. Show. And then what we need to do is I, I want to see all the photos and the descriptions <laughs> <laughs> as a That has to be a thing. I'm, like, I'm dead Done. serious. We'll make it happen. Thank you. That is, you know, it, it works I would out love for to everyone. You might get a nemesis out of it, and we get to be entertained. Show fodder. Yes. Life's this good. is, this yes. is going to be a new segment of our show. So, Dave, who's today's arch nemesis? Well, no, you, can only, you need one arch nemesis. Like, you can't have multiple well, arch we're nemeses. We're talking about the applicants. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Not the one yeah. you Yeah, you have to go through the vetting And then, process. like, maybe, yeah, like, at, at the end of the year, like, you can pick one. Um, uh, America's Got Talent. There you go. Uh, D- there you Amer- go. Dave's Got a Nemesis. Yes. And then we could, like, bring them in and interview them and have, like, little buzzers. Dude, <laughs> I... I'm down. It's going to be like a it's short an American Idol, American Nemesis. Can we do like a little mini series, like Absolutely. a podcast you know, series? We'll, Let's do this. We don't. Even, we, we'll do it in one two-hour glorious show. It'll be amazing. Yeah, yes. just and whip them through. The, yes. have, the have them all station, in the lobby. The way station will be hosting this. So we'll have them all out in the lobby, 
And honestly, unless all of them are dead when we call the first nemesis in, you know we have a crop of failures. Right. <laughs> right. Like if not, if everybody's sitting on whoopee cushions, that's the winner. <laughs> oh my God. I love I if they've If they've all had their drinks spiked with Visine and are all clamoring for the bathroom, that's the winner. Can we make winner. this happen instead? I'm because totally this sounds – okay. <laughs> I will commit to this 100%. Okay. I'm sure Warren will want to film it. <laughs> There we go. We will make it'll be a whole thing. Luckily, we have you know Dave's doing it, so we we have free reign of the studio. I whatever you chooses, yeah, I, just let me know. It'll probably be a Saturday at five. Okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Works for the me. The way station will be hosting. <laughs> Search for Dave's nemesis. We're gonna have a couple of segments. Sorry, guys, you're gonna have to put the show on hold. <laughs> there will be live video. Dave's because nemesis. There has to be. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, that's a great idea. It this is. It's going to be fun. Now I'm like, my brain's over in that in that space. We did a thing. We're we're do, we're going to do a thing. There we go. I'll high five you too, Jason. <laughs> Sorry. We're all left out. <laughs> we're all just, oh, double high five. Let me oh, get out of the way. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. We're good. <laughs> it was, it was right. tricky and low speed because there's so many mics in the way. There, there are a lot of mics. There yeah. was a mic, and then like I had to do this little I was side say, your, thing. Your boob almost I was about out. to say that's what like, I was like. My chest was like, Hugh. okay, we're done. It's okay. That would be the one time I'd be okay with mic damage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's they're, boob they're very mic soft. damage. I mean, it's not gonna like. I don't know. This bra. Got, okay, this bra isn't that bad. Yeah, no, I was like, I've had tougher. It's not like. Phrasing. It's it's fine. It's okay. This is fine. Remember, remember when you said no to the live video? That would have been ideal for the live oh, video. Sorry. <laughs> I did. Well, I now we got to take a break. Give the people what they want. Yeah. I tried, oh. guys. I tried. It was- Actually, somebody speaking of bras, somebody posted something, and I'm because uh, apparently they're coming back, and I don't understand why. The bullet bra? The bullet bra. Oh did you see God, that? Oh, my God, no. I saw it. Yes, I, I saw it, but no, just. Oh. Why? Like, there were, there were 50 pictures, and like 48 of them were horrifying. Yes. It's creepy. I'm going to pull this up right like now. It was, like, I, like I'm sorry. Uh, it, it's not a good look. It's not. But my thing is, okay, the bullet bra, how tough is that, number one? Like, I don't know how. My boobs are too big. How are you going to fit all that into a cone? That's more, you can't. That's more of a mortar shell, not necessarily a bullet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Me, it's basically the equivalent of those, you know, those shoes with the really pointy toes. Yes, <laughs> but for your tits. Yes, um, that's horrifying and hell no. Because a like, regular it bra depends. Is hold on, but hold on, it depends on how coned some of these are because it. Hers doesn't look bad, but then hers look. But like, and you look at some of those photos, and it's like, yeah. girl, you know damn well and good, you've got an A cup hiding in there. Right, yes. and just the rest of it's but, cone. But with the cone, you look like you're sporting. Yeah. Maybe that's that why women That was the first want- Wonder Bra. You get her home and you wonder where the hell her tits went. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That, that's it. See, that's it right there. I, I think the history of bra design was a lot of failures towards determining the the most pleasing shape for for the breast when in reality someone thought cones were a well, good idea well yeah and in reality it, the entire time the the correct answer was more or less as they are maybe pushed off a little <laughs> just pretty much the same just put them up, up to your neck right just like get them really close to your neck like you're basically choking on them well, I mean, I didn't say I'm that. Sorry, you said but that, but okay. I, don't, I also don't <laughs> I mean, want my to. tits hanging to my fucking 
babies when I get older. Yeah. They're big. If I have children, they're going to get bigger and droopier. I don't – no, I want these bad no, boys just, pushed up into just, my just, throat. Just tape oh them God. up. They're tape them up so while, much you know. I can't stop looking. <laughs> <laughs> She's distracting me. You know what? Okay, on that note, we're going to take a little bit of uh, – we're going to take a few-minute break. We will be Everyone back. needs a cigarette and another drink. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's boob jiggling time. We'll be right back. And we are back from break. Hopefully you hung on through that. If you're listening live, run, run, run. <laughs> so we got through our first segment, which is basically us just bullshitting. And now we are on to our second segment where we talk about. Which is basically you just bullshitting. Well, it, <laughs> it, it starts off with good intentions. Okay. It always does. It's just right. bullshit. <laughs> but it's stuff that we found on the internet that we want to talk about. So it's technically bullshit. Gotcha. The internet's filled with bullshit. It is. So um, this the, – <laughs> there are too many articles that we found that are dealing with sexual things. Um, it, this was Dick Week this, on the internet. Like, it, like, just, like, like They have Shark Hold Week, on. but yeah. Dick Week. But that's shar- – never mind. I'm, I'm going to have this one because I'm going to – no, not today. <laughs> not today, Satan. I don't know what's going on in Megan's mind right now and I don't know Probably safer that way. We tried nope. to get to the dicks earlier, but it just kind of got you know derailed as as is want to do. It got cock blocked. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's good. Yes. Uh, yeah, it does happen. So we did start discussing this article because it was something that a friend posted on his Facebook page. There's an article on iflscience.com that is called "Why Men Should Masturbate 21 Times a Month According to Science." So we're going to discuss this for a moment. And I I wonder – I didn't really read, like, how many studies they did uh, to discover, like, whether or not there is a whole bunch of truth in this or if it's just, like, a speculation or a mostly confirmed uh, hypothesis. Harvard Harvard University study on this one, although I have heard similar things in the past. Okay. So, Jason, why don't you tell us about this study? Okay, well, according to this article, um, (laughs) Harvard University released a recent study, um, and it is a published study, which is why we can read about it. That's not even a a selling point. Right. So whatever. Anyway. It's legit. It's it's legit. That's the point. It's legit. (laughs) Um, uh, Men who climax, and it's it's a study. It's not like concrete proof, but it's showing evidence that men who climax – 21 times or more per month, and I really want to know how they got that exact number. But it says they may have their chances of prostate cancer slashed by up to a third. Which is a wonderful thing. Prostate cancer is – it runs rampant. It's, it's a very um, – it's a very bad type of cancer to get, and it spreads very easily. So my grandfather had prostate cancer, and I've read things before where they said basically you don't want to let that little guy back up too much. You know, you want to clear him out. So <laughs> wow, um, you know, okay, and I'm glad that they specified you know that it's masturbating. Like you don't have to like have sex. Like so you can't use the whole like you know blue balls thing against women. Because yeah, that has been used. I have been told by men. That that is accurate. It's actually a thing. It really is. Well, getting blue balls might be, but it's not going to permanently damage your penis. Your life is. You don't know. You can. You don't know. (laughs) Well, Dave has a penis, so he's going to side with (laughs) with the whole blue balls theory that 
it's it's bad for the penis. Whatever. Just gonna the, say you just go ahead and finish it off yourself, and then then you know get on with your you know that's your day. What and this that's what I was about to say. I, that's what I have. I've said that to. That's not the funny answer, but that's the answer. <laughs> that is the correct answer. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Give me your man card right oh. now. <laughs> I don't even carry one anymore. I don't see the point. <laughs> Whatever. I'm over it. But I think this is uh, the response from our friends is pretty funny, and I feel like a lot of men are going to use this. Like, you know, they're they're at home, you know, just hanging out. They're like, oh, I should probably just like, you know, rub one out. I'm only at 19. Like, I, I'm not quite there yet. It's toward the end of the month. You know, their wife walks in. Haven't hit my quota. Right. Okay. And he's just like, hey, I, this is science. Science told me to do this, so I'm doing it. You can't judge me. For science. Okay, here's, here's the thing, though. I'm wanking it for science. Here's the thing that you don't get about that is that you literally do not need an excuse. There's, I mean, this is just icing on the cake. Well, yeah, it's just being able to back it up with something that might make somebody else feel better. Why? No, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The word you're looking for is rationalization. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) pretty much. The answer for why should I masturbate is, oh, I have a free hand and a penis. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not knocking on masturbation. There's nothing wrong with it. Oh, speaking of masturbation, oh, okay, so. This lovely story was told to me today by a client. Um, everybody knows what electric forest is, right? It's like a, yeah, it's, it's like a, dump. Yeah, it's, it's like a, a giant big drug rave party. My yeah, brother sure. went to, and then almost died at last year because he made some bad choices, which I think a lot, which of, a lot of people do. do. <laughs> but apparently, while um, one of the uh, performances, or I can't remember what she called it because I've never been there. I'd like to go, but I haven't been there. One of the sets, I think she said. Um, there was a guy laying down, and this is like in a field of thousands of people, butt naked, jerking it and sticking his other finger up his butt <laughs> in the middle of the field, just <laughs> jerking it out, oh. finger up the butt. And, and I'm telling you, surrounded by people. People were watching him. He was getting off on Obviously, that. he liked that. Winners like that don't use drugs. That I was about to say, drugs that had to have been a major play because there's no way, <laughs> as a human being, you're going to be naked doing that in front of thousands of people. Eh, I don't know. I mean, it takes all kinds of people. There are people in the world that are into that kind of stuff. So we, we have a, we have pie charts uh, to back this up. So uh, why do you masturbate women? Uh, apparently, fifty percent uh, because I don't want to go to sleep yet. Uh, roughly forty percent because I'm alone, and then ten percent because I'm excited. Uh, whereas men, it is 100%. Well, I was just scratching my balls and, you know. <laughs> I had water in my mouth. I was going to die. 50% of women masturbate because they don't want to go to bed yet. Uh, apparently. Uh, sleep. Yeah. They just don't want to go to sleep yet. Yeah. Um, and then the other, and then the other hold one. Hold on. Hold on. But that, I feel like that should be opposite. Like you're trying to yes. get yourself tired, yes. so you you masturbate to give yourself exactly, yes, like you and then you have that over tired. overwhelming sense of just real euphoria and relaxation. Yeah. You just pass the fuck out, and then you're ready to go to sleep. Well, so and then this one is uh, why I masturbate, and it's about like forty five percent because no one's home, uh, about five percent because I'm horny, and then the other fifty percent can't fall asleep. So that that backs you up. Okay, there we go. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> That's just so weird. You know, I masturbate because I want to. Like, I don't just, oh, 
I don't like make an unconscious choice. It's like this is happening. This is a thing I'm doing right now because I want to. And also, there are nobody's days, home. There, yes, nobody's, nobody's home. home. No, well, I, so, you know, it's, I live it's with the my husband. Dear Penthouse Forum, I never thought it would happen to me. <laughs> I got home one night alone to hit the light switch, and suddenly I was all over myself. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's just me and Tom, so I don't live with anybody else. So, and my days off, I only have like my weekend is one of the days that Tom has to work because I don't work on Mondays. Right, I'm home by myself. What I play video games, I lay on the couch, masturbate, fuck life. <laughs> No, that makes life sound amazing. So apparently if you're going to drive by Megan's house, Monday is the day to do it. Oh, I already have um, uh, my chair outside of her room. She does. so <laughs> She literally does. I have binoculars even though my chair is right next to her. Just call for Zoe. She like, nudges, oh my gosh, there was one, one morning I was getting dressed and, you know, just all, you know, half naked, putting on clothes. And then the dog runs up to the window because she hears something, <laughs> shoves her face, not in between the the little blinds and I mean mine are wood so it's a little bit harder but you could still do it no she she puts her face in between the windowsill and the blinds and shoves it all the way over and I'm like if there was anybody out there they saw they saw something <laughs> they, saw, uh, <laughs> they saw you know those those the cartoons where they expose the woman and she's all like ah! and yeah. for me it was all like ah! I was like no don't look at me we're good. <laughs> <laughs> the sun. So the, the the reality of that is that nobody looks attractive when they're trying to hide their naked body. They just make a, a, a Especially golem face. Especially when you have rolls. <laughs> Bitch. Oh my god! Uh, so wasn't that the name of? Uh, is is it the what? What's it's the new, it's the band or the trivia team? Uh, sentient flesh golems, I, I believe. Is the, mm, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a thing. Um, there's also a thing called super gonorrhea, and I did not know until Does I Does it wear a cape? Uh, possibly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, do you know you're getting it because you hear the dun-dun-dun? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Again, don't know. I don't have it. Don't know anybody, well, that's admitted that they have it. <laughs> so I haven't seen any capes flying out of anybody's, like, vaginas or anything no. like that. So I think, you know. So apparently there's a strain of super gonorrhea, and they're <laughs> warning people to – Really just be sure to wrap your shit up because uh, it does not work um, with antibiotics very well. Antibiotics can't usually get rid of it. so that, That's a problem. Uh, yeah. yeah, gonorrhea will do a lot of – I mean, if you look at history, we've talked about a lot of uh, – on Shot of History. We have, a lot but mostly of, syphilis because that's funnier. Yeah, well, syphilis, I mean, that's syphilis. just like – I mean, that whole, puts holes in your brain. That's funny. That's it's, <laughs> When it happens to somebody else, what? comedy. No, it really does. Yeah. That's right. Comedy is when it happens to you. Tragedy is when it happens oh, to me. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about syphilis puts holes. Yeah, no, syphilis yeah. is if, if incredibly debilita- debilitating. It's a horrible thing. People died of it, and now you can get rid of it. But people died from. Syphilis. Well, I like, believe that, but. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I'm like everyone had it too. Yeah, the, everyone, literally, had everyone. It. literally, like the entire population. <laughs> yeah. There were only like 87 people on the planet. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Or like they the Black Plague it. wiped out the ones that didn't have it. <laughs> Everybody left had it. Oh, God. So, yeah, 78 million people are infected with gonorrhea. 78 million? Yes. Or 728? 78. 78 million people are in, infected with gonorrhea each year. Like in the U.S.? Um, I'm guessing it's global. 
because because I'm like these are like new cases. I'm like that's a quarter of the population of the country. It's the World Health Organization, so it it has to be world population. He Dave almost pissed himself. I'm like that's some like that's scary. That's a (laughs) scary ass statistic. Coincidentally, it's the same population as the um, most of the Great South. (laughs) Oh man, well. I just want I just want to see what you guys would say in like Meg's face like yeah. it's pretty good. <laughs> Again, this is why we should have done a live feed yeah. show. But you know, 20, 20 Southerners listening, just kidding. It sucks up here too. That's just right. Not as bad as it does down Georgia, there. Sorry for your shit. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you know, if you're going to be out Odds there, are good if you're waving a Confederate flag, you've got super gonorrhea. <laughs> Well, if you're waving a Confederate flag, there are other issues that you might want to like. If you're and your sister probably does too. Flag, you're probably really not listening to this to- this show at all. That's true. At all. <laughs> well, I'm sure they're it's not tuning dying. in for the science. <laughs> if, if you can quote the movie Deliverance, odds are good you have super gonorrhea. Oh my god, are you going to all over the place? If you can play dueling banjos on a rubber band. Odds are good. You have super gonorrhea. <laughs> Wait, that's the worst Jeff Foxworthy pseudo impression ever. Yeah. <laughs> so Megan is losing her shit. Oh my god, I hope she doesn't have syphilis. <laughs> oh fuck, I'm gonna die. You'll be fine. I mean, unless you have syphilis. Uh, I hope I don't have syphilis. That would be really, really sad. And then I'd have a lot of talking to do with my husband because <laughs> it wasn't me. There'd have to be a very serious conversation. <laughs> There'd be a lot of ass kicking and Megan. Oh, I'd just be on the news. <laughs> Black woman kills white husband in a hate crime over syphilis. <laughs> you know, that would be the title. Which would give you a that'd be the perfect job for the Huel Perkins. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker gave me syphilis. Tonight on Let It Rip. <laughs> oh, so anyway, I guess we should probably move away from Super Gonorrhea. Super Gonorrhea. I don't know. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan's waving it away as she's laughing her ass off. I'm afraid she's going to like power snot out of her nose No, or my nose is fine. My eyes just keep watering. She grabbed it like she was concerned. No, it was the, it was the way I was laughing. Okay. It's, it's I a just, I just thing. Really, it's not a snotting thing. I don't have like if a If I was going to snot, my hand would just be covering my entire – That that's that's my snot. That, that's not, how you not snot? Holding, not holding this. But if I – we're done. Well, it's good to know. If Megan she at least puts birth, up the blast shield. Yes. <laughs> that means she's shooting snot. <laughs> we all need to know our friend's visual cues. <laughs> Clearly she doesn't know mine. <laughs> Well, I haven't actually seen you ever do that, so I, I guess I've never seen you power snot. I would, I would hope not. Oh, my God. Speaking of snot and science, which we sort of talked about, I read an article, and I'm pretty sure it's legit, but just real quick, it was saying how um, picking and eating your boogers may actually be um, – have Healthy. come from an, ev- yeah, an evolutionary advantage to reintroduce good bacteria into your body. Which huh. so in other words, keep picking, pick, pick and eat, pick and eat. It's good for you, <laughs> and it's a tasty treat. It's salty. Oh, <laughs> Mix it with those savory sweets. Can we go back to super gonorrhea? <laughs> <laughs> we 
are past super diarrhea. We are so far beyond. <laughs> we dropped it off at the last exit. <laughs> But we are, you know, we are going to go back to uh, public masturbation, like Megan was talking about. Um, there's a, there's an image of a man. Oh, this poor bastard! I, your last. Well, let me moment. see. Okay, well here, let me scroll it up. Because it was it was Pompeii, yes. Yeah, and we've all like we've all like if you if you've been alive for more than like ten years, you've seen the images. Of the people that were caught by the blast from Vesuvius. Yeah. Right, which we're looking at right now. That like were basically there's... like trapped in time because, you know, the lava hit so quickly, the heat hit so quickly, it, it just basically froze them and encased them in lava. And and this one poor bastard. This guy. Well, you can't see. We're looking at the, uh, the IFL science it, website. Um, if you scroll down far enough, they have the whole picture on there. Do they? Yeah, say, right before the comment section. Okay, Megan hasn't seen it, so... Where? See, it's not in there. Keep going. They hate us. Oh, you know what? It's 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 it. The comment section looks like it's a Twitter feed, so maybe you're not at the same same point I'm at. But there you oh. go. Oh, see, wait, Look, where is hold he on. Is? I'm moving. Hold on a second. Megan has to get closer to the guy that. So literally, someone's final moment. As is that really? Is that really a penis? Well, like, that's it, the. This is what it looks like. Desiccated remains of a penis, if you will. <laughs> oh, God. There's a whole it's lot of desiccation going on there. That's not a penis. That's a penis. No. The scientists <laughs> say it's like, a penis. I have one. I know. I yeah. want to see. <laughs> I want to see a different view of this poor man. If this is in fact what happened. Okay, well then I'm just going to go ahead and Google Pompeii Masturbator and see what I find. <laughs> <laughs> what can possibly go wrong? No. Right. Yeah, this, that, that's going to get Again, the logs coming off our router are phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that is so sad. So, I yes, mean, this hey, man's sad last or awesome. of life was pure bliss. He knew. Well, maybe not because he might not have hit. He, he's still pretty cranked he, he, up. Hey, look, but while you're, you can't say while you're doing it, it doesn't feel good, and you're like, yeah, okay, it's you're still, I guess, happy. It's better than not doing it. It's <laughs> not, yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like ow, it's ow, not like, ow, ow, no, ow. No, but it's not like you got. It's not <laughs> like this guy was wrong. frozen, pulling down his pants, thinking about what he was gonna do. Okay. He's actually doing it. Thanks for the physical demonstration You're wel- of that. You're <laughs> some welcome. of these, some of these comments though are pure gold. We've got one talk about fiddling while Rome burns. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, um, he died holding his loved ones. <laughs> That's it. I don't even need to hear anymore. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then this one. Supposedly, it happened so fast. They really—I mean, he might not have known, but I like this theory. This theory: this man saw his entire world crumbling to fire and ash, and decided to crank one out before facing eternity. You know, if you know you're gonna die, and like you got nothing else going Fuck in it. that moment. Well, I mean, it's like okay. So do if it. the plane's going down, do you not look at the person of the opposite sex closest to you and be like, "All right, look. let's do this thing. <laughs> let's do got it. time." But wouldn't that be awkward if none of y'all died? Well, that's well. So yeah, then you, at that point you hope the plane crashes because I mean that's that's an awkward conversation after if it doesn't. I mean, have you, so I, I've never been you're on a plane abort, right? that I was near somebody that was attractive enough to for me to be like, yeah, let's do this. So it would have been like probably like a sixty year old dude, and I'm like, okay, we're never about mind. To die. Like, in the, but it's it's, just... it's, 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 it's 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 need not want right, at that point. Exactly. It's, yes, you might. We're, we're dying. If I'm gonna anyway, go, I'm gonna go this. out with a bang. That's yeah. With, literally with bang. Jeez. <laughs> Puns. Ugh. Ugh. So it's yeah, horrible. Pompeii guy. He's all over the news, apparently, and uh, he died with his dick in his hand. Okay. 
I'm sorry. This one person here, you know, you, you see these things with this forum style comments, and there's the one guy who, like, kind of doesn't get it and, like, feels like he has to explain something, even though everyone's already on the page and apparently he's not on exactly the same page. <laughs> he's on a different page. I've got one here. This guy's just like, his legs are in a position that you do when you whack off on your back. Yes, 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 it is. But that it's like, it's nobody, like, things, but he is, yeah. It, it's like, okay, yeah, we. It wasn't already obvious what was going on. Speaking Thank of mansplaining, please right. tell me you saw the video of Angela Merkel from Germany rolling the shit out of her eyes at Putin trying to explain something to her. <laughs> no, no, I haven't seen that one. Mother of God, I'll, I will shoot you the link. It is it, it, Just Google Putin mansplaining. Um, it is the greatest video you will see all week. <laughs> it's all of like five seconds, but the eye roll that she gives him is the most amazing thing you will see all week. It, because you can tell like he's trying to he's trying to mansplain something to the Chancellor of Germany and she's having none of it at all whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, okay. I haven't seen this yet. And I, I won't play it because yeah, I'll, I'll definitely play it um, when we go on our next break, which we're going to have to do here in a minute. But, right. Because um, we are about to be joined by our special guest. Yeah. Uh, at 6 o'clock, Dave is going to be coming on. Not the Dave who is sitting here. Not me, although I am uh, I am special and, and luckily not short bus helmet kind of special. I'm just yes. special. I'm yes. unique. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break so that we can get you this fantastic talk that we're about to have with Dave about... Stuff. New Kickstarter, Lacey and Lily. Hello and welcome back to the Waystation. I'm Stephanie. I'm Coffee. I'm Megan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you're Jason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I we am. have joining us right now a return guest. I, I, and I don't remember how long it's been, but it's we have been since we weren't Waystation. Oh, yeah, this is b- oh, way yeah. before that. Oh, yeah. So we have Dave Delachase with us. Thank you for coming on, Dave. How are you? Hello. Thank you. I'm great. I'm great. Now that I'm here, I'm, I'm fantastic. I, I've been spending most of the day actually um, uh, putting together one of those giant, like, um, backyard, like, play set, swing set things for my kids. Oh, my yeah. God, so dude. I feel your pain. <laughs> so this is this is a nice little reprieve for a little while from uh, doing that since about like eleven this morning. So, so did your you know, show up? Uh, I, I feel like I have to ask: Did your show up in like two relatively flat rectangular boxes? And so you look at like when the Luckily, boxes sh- when you when the boxes show up, you're like, "Hey, this is going to be cake." And then you open the boxes and you realize that like the Rubik's Cube Jenga Spatial Thinking <laughs> Masters of the Universe packed those boxes and there are 9,000 pieces in there. I have a sneaking suspicion that whoever invented Tetris probably had to go through the ordeal of exactly. one of these together at some point. <laughs> uh, I looked out it was only one box, but I have, I have learned in, in my you know, 30-something years that anything that I say, oh, this won't take long at all, always turns out to be you know, at a couple five minutes, four hours, you know, to, to whatever it is that I think is going to be so easy. Exactly. It never works out that way. Well, I'm glad that we can be your reprieve to uh, building a swing set. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, it's, it's a playscape, not a swing set. Like Peterwood for a little while. My bad, Dave. My bad. <laughs> well, so like, like we were just saying, um, you know, it's been 
it's been quite some time since we've actually talked to you. I mean, we've been um, kind of chatting back and forth on Twitter for, gosh, like over a year. Um, the tweets. Yes, yeah. And just, you know, checking in on each other, which I appreciate. And um, <laughs> it, it's always, you know, you're hey. Good like, people. You're good people. I have to check in. Uh, and you're good people. And it's, it's nice to know that somebody just wants to make sure you're still alive. Like, hey, hey, buddy, <laughs> you're still there? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> it's good stuff. But go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, you know, everybody's got a million things going on. But, you know, you, you just kind of want to make sure everybody's, you know, doing okay, even if it's just for, uh, you know, a minute. Drop a line and say, hey. Absolutely. It's, it's good to know that our good people in the world are alive. <laughs> <laughs> so the last time we talked, uh, we were talking about holidays, which um, – was me and Megan just obviously like adore oh, yeah. holidays so much? I I think we uh, gushed you. enough over it uh, on the last interview, which we will post that on the way station. I still have it on my hard drive at home, and we'll post that. You know, if anybody wants to listen after they hear this amazing <laughs> interview that you're about to give, see look how much pressure it'll be like I just a trip put back in time. <laughs> it will be. It, it'll be. A, it'll be fantastic. Um, but now you have a new series that you're bringing to life. Um, Lacey and Lily. Yes, we're trying to. So yes, Lacey and Lily. Give us an idea. Like when did when did this idea come to you um, and your partner? Like when when did this all start to become a thing? Um, well, I can't remember if it was a, a year ago, maybe a little over a year ago. Um, you know, Andrew Zulinski and I, um, the artist who I collaborated with on holidays. Um, you know, we were we were you know working on, on stuff for holidays, and uh, Andrew came to me, and he had this this tiny little drawing of like it was like a headshot drawing of a, a girl with um, uh, her hair covering a part of her eye, and then a dog, and that was it. And they no cost or anything. He just said, "I want to do, I want to draw a book about a superhero kid uh, and her dog, and I want it to be called Lacey and Lily." And I was like, "Okay, go on." And he's like, "That's all I got. What do you want to do?" <laughs> and it's, dude, it's, so, it's me with podcasts, so I've come up with a title. Go, <laughs> and that's that's and, and Andrew and I always joke that that's pretty much how our. I mean, we really are like a, a, a true collaboration, which which I love. It's it's never it's never a matter of like you know I wrote this thing and now you must make it come to life you know with your art. No, you know it always is is, is just working together and like something like that is great because it's, it's uh, first of all, it's fun, but it's a fun challenge. So like, like that's what he gave me to go on. And so, you know, I spent some time while we were working on, on holiday stuff, like figuring out, okay, well, I've got a title and I've got, I've got two characters huh? and, and everything else is, is open game. So we just started, I started like, you know, crafting the story from there and then we talk about it and he would talk about things that, that he liked, didn't like what he wanted to draw. And from there it just kind of built into, um, what was essentially the, the first four chapters um, that I wrote uh, of this initial kind of introductory story um, for, for these characters. And um, we're, you know, we're trying to get the first two, um, you know, print run done in, of the first two. Um, they're currently up on Comixology and Kindle, if anybody wants to check them out. Um, they are available digitally. But now we thought, you know, we really are proud of this thing. This is a baby that we're really, really proud of. And we uh, very much like to get it into the hands of, of readers everywhere. And, you know, digital has done wonderful things. And we're very, very happy with the reach that we've been able to, to get, you know, through things like, like Comixology or, or the Kindle, you know, and just what, what uh, 21st century technology has allowed us. But the big thing is people still want print comic books. 
and you know and the biggest you know obstacle with that uh, you know with distribution is is quantity and cost for being able to to print enough comics um, you know it, to make them affordable enough and to get them into uh, distribution into comic shops. Man, I just hit your Kickstarter and I, I can I can't be a champion of justice. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. those are out. That's great. That's great. Well, you know what? I Damn it! Okay, so what is that? That's great news. Um, the Champion of Justice, our highest level of the uh, of the Kickstarter uh, pledges. We had two of them available are are gone, um, and we'll have to take a look because, and you know, if, if things go well, you know, we really like to add things on there. We decided, you know, we wanted to kind of just try and throw this out there, you know, see what we could get, get at least get people to, to be aware that this, uh, this book is out there and, uh, kind of drum up the, the awareness about it. And hopefully in 30 days we can raise enough awareness and, and enough money to, uh, to actually take it to print, which would be awesome. I, mean, I, like, I, I just can't stress enough how much I've fallen in love with, with these characters, uh, as we've gone along. I don't know if I'm allowed to be a defender of righteousness. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Uh, you know may have to ask your co-hosts. I think they're gonna. They're gonna. Um, you know, really know if you. You are. You know, up for the challenge of defender of righteousness. The lofty title. I don't know. You, we we'll we'll discuss this after <laughs> the show, Dave. Uh, <laughs> uh, but back to what you were just saying about you know people wanting to have like a tactile uh, experience with a comic book. I'm I'm one of those people. I enjoy. A physical copy of a book, so I think you know doing the Kickstarter to have the physical copy available is an amazing thing. So I've already pledged. Obviously, I'm a I'm, I'm a Dave fan. Thank you for so, that. You know, thank you. I wear and, it on my sleeve. Well, and the thing is, it's it's I like to think, and I know you guys have have uh, you know you have the you know the digital versions, um, but I like to think that it's something that is enjoyable for a kid, but also for an adult. Like we can read it, and it, it's fun. And at the same time, it's certainly um, safe and okay for you know, me or anybody else to, to give to their kids to read as well. And I don't think you find th- there are some great things out there that are like that. But but uh, as a reader, as a longtime comic uh, fan, and and now as a parent, um, there's things out there, but they become harder to find. And that was one of the big things, especially after something like holidays, which I, we love doing holidays, but. You know, obviously, it's a very different tone. It's, it's adult humor. We wanted to do something um, that really could be enjoyed, you know, uh, by anybody um, without having, you know, my kid walks in the room. I don't have to hide the copy of Lacey and Lily like I do holidays and be like, wait till you're 18. <laughs> the you know, two fairies running rampant. <laughs> <laughs> so I can, I can actually, you know, give this to them and, and say, this is, you know, go ahead. And I've shown it to my son. My son's uh, going to turn five next week, actually. He's oh, really happy birthday, son. I don't know his name. What day? Uh, he is uh, July 13th. Okay, this is the 13th. My husband's is on the 17th, so I was going to be like, we're going to uh, share okay. parties. And, and we're doing a whole like superhero-themed birthday party for him in the backyard. That's today. awesome. You know, it's, so it's that's why you're fun. building so, the playset. <laughs> Getting yeah, ready for yes, the party. Exactly, yes, because how else are you going to entertain a, a uh, group of children in your backyard Bounce house. Uh, for that amount of time without some kind of distraction? So, Lawn, yeah, exactly. Lawn darts. Oh, my God. <laughs> bounce houses, though. I've heard so many horror stories about them blowing away and kids falling out of them. If you get a bounce house, you, you get that thing weighted down into the ground with like <laughs> with like like spiky things, whatever How? whatever those Dude, are called. You're, you're like the harbinger of doom. Like The worst thing I've ever seen happen with a bounce house is that 
that like the kids are done with their party at like eight and the adults are hammered and then it becomes the adults in the bounce house and then bad things happen. I, I literally read about this yesterday, just most recently about one that like got lifted up 10 feet in the air from like just a sudden gust of wind and because they're so big and and I, I should not should not be talking about this because you have a young child and this is, this is like doom and gloom. Well, but he's not know, doing right? a bounce house. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. But this thing. No, no, like, no bounce house. 20 no mile per hour wind picks this thing up because it's got so much surface area and it's so light that it just pops up into the air and all of a sudden kids are just <laughs> raining out onto the street. <laughs> I'm going to go to hell for laughing. All right, so I'm I, since I was sitting here, I'm I'm an officially now a defender of righteousness. All right. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> You're, the You're the defender of righteousness. Well, you know, I, I I didn't give him the go ahead, but he did it anyway. So you know, good on you. I'm that kind of guy. Yeah, well, and you're supporting you're supporting something awesome. So. I'm, I'm I'm here to oh support your guest. Thank That's you what I'm here so for. So much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm actually having it in front of me, so like I, I actually like see it like uh, change, and it's 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 like Christmas morning. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome. So, so thank you very much for that. So, uh, yeah, no, I wasn't making it up. And, uh, it actually just happened. Like, <laughs> I, I wasn't blowing smoke up your ass. I, <laughs> and what's warm in here? What's going on? <laughs> And, uh, you know, speaking of holidays, um, you, you had holidays on um, Kickstarter back when we were talking to you the first time. And I know, like, with Kickstarter, yeah. it's, it's really – it's very difficult because there are – especially the further we go into comics, like the last couple of years, there are so many comic Kickstarters. And I think that mm-hmm. awareness and in getting it out there is very difficult. And holidays was yes. – like I said, me and Meg really love the series and, you know, we backed it and it, it was something that was really awesome. Unfortunately, it was one of those things that didn't quite, it didn't quite make it. And exactly. And, and that really sucks because it's such a fantastic <laughs> book. Now doing this second Kickstarter, I'm, I'm not trying to like put salt in a wound or anything here. My, I no, wanna, it's, okay. I, it's okay. I feel like I know you well enough that you know that I'm not doing anything ill-intentioned here. So <laughs> let me find that <laughs> no, scab and pick at, at it. <laughs> Um, but what I want to know is, is there anything different that you did going into this Kickstarter um, from what you learned from the first one? Um, well, it, it may sound kind of silly, but with the Holidays Kickstarter, I, I really, um, honestly, I felt like I had spent so much time meticulously planning and, and figuring out, you know, every single possible combination of, of rewards here that I could and, and, and just obsessed over it so much. And, you know, and, and we didn't make it. And I kind of once, uh, this time around with, with Lacey and Lily, I, I don't know if it's um, um, just having, you know, not my first rodeo kind of thing, um, or just may- maybe it's it's overconfidence. Maybe, uh, you know, I shouldn't feel this, this uh, proud of material. But I just kind of said, cut yourself some slack. Once you're at a point getting this together where you're like, yeah, this is good. I'm, I like this. I'm comfortable with this. Kind of go fly by the seat of your pants and and see where this gets you because because the the overstressing uh, meticulousness of last time kind of flopped and it may sound kind of silly but now I'm, while I'm not slacking I'm kind of doing a little bit of the opposite and kind of being a little bit more casual um, and, and seeing if if uh, I can have any any better luck this time which I absolutely think you will I honestly 
Kickstarters are very stressful, and I think especially yeah. <laughs> I've talked to uh, countless people, and I've had people like call me after they've launched their Kickstarter or like message me and be like, "Oh my gosh, I'm like a ball of nervousness. I just launched my Kickstarter," <laughs> and and they're in that state for like thirty days because I mean. When yeah. people put this out there, you're putting a part of yourself out there. I mean, let's be honest. We we write and create because it's what we are, what we want to do. And <laughs> putting all that out there, it makes it's very raw, and it you you just want. <laughs> well, and Kickstarter is like the it's the opposite of most of this. Well, it's it's social media with consequences. Like everybody loves like yeah. Facebook because oh, I post stuff and I get likes, and then Twitter, ooh, I've got mm-hmm. followers. But like Kickstarter is, okay, I'm putting my shit out there. Who's actually going to back my ass and, and and actually follow through on being there when I say I need them? Or am I going to have to change my Twitter profile to be like, the guy who ran two unsuccessful? Uh, right. That's a different uh, tactic. <laughs> right, yeah. Longest consecutive streak of failed Kickstarters. I think would actually be an amazing exactly. – that would be an amazing profile. I think it would. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty uh, well, sure. You know, who knows? We live in an age where Wendy's is making up people's social media profiles for them. Oh, my God. So you, you never know. <laughs> Dude, I want – I swear to God, if I can meet the person who runs the Wendy's Twitter account, I will die a happy man because they was, own the They're internet. Good. Yes, they do. Yes. Hands them down. and Taco you know, Bell. You know – you know who else in the realm of comics? Actually, I got to say is uh, the Archie Comics Twitter. I don't know if you guys follow that. Really, they have running that. Is yeah, it 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 may not be Wendy's up there with Wendy's, but it's it's close. They've got somebody really good running their social media. I will so absolutely uh, t- check that out. Yeah, yeah, I I think they really made the push once they um because like within the past year or so they like you know they did the big I don't know if you saw like. They like rebooted their entire like line. Well, they killed Archie. Years. I mean, yeah, and then they mm-hmm. and then they just kind of decided, you know, to um, basically to, to reformat after after all those years and take kind of a, a more modern teenager twist with with um, you know more realistic art. And it, I, I've read some of their stuff. It's it's great, but it was certainly like a totally different direction to go. But in their case, it, man, it paid off and and. You know, even their social media is just, you know, they're very 21st century um, and not in the, um, um, you know, uh, Poochie the dog from The Simpsons, if anyone gets that reference kind <laughs> nice. of uh, way. Uh, um, you know, so I, I got I to gotta commend them. Them and Wendy's, possibly my, my, uh, the, some of the most amusing of the uh, professional Twitter accounts. Well, and there's the, what is it, Riverdale, the Netflix series? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I have not seen that. I, you know, but um, I hear it is doing well and i got picked up for another season so you know although i am a big fan of the the, some of the dc shows that are out there like the flash right and supergirl and 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 legends tomorrow and those shows well i'm being told it's not actually a netflix show but it just happens to be on netflix yeah the first season is out on Ah. netflix riverdale is amazing i watched it it's on what cw something yeah something Eh, like that whatever it's i watch a tv show that i don't actually watch (laughs) exactly it's on a network that i don't care about i don't i don't watch television so i don't it's, it's fine uh, so, Dave, real quick, um, my special co-host, uh, Jason, noticed something when he was looking through um, issue – was it was I think it, it was issue two, two. Of, of Lacey and Lily that he – I, and I didn't even notice it and I was like looking through it meticulously. Wait, is this, is this P and B? Y- yes. yes. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I just didn't want to blow it. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you want me to give this away just because it's a cute little, really clever little nod. But there's a specific scene where there's a puzzle being made. And I really appreciated the characters that were on the puzzle. <laughs> Towards the end of issue that was, two. That, that wasn't even me. I can't take credit for that one. That was one of those things where um, the art came back, you know, from, from Andrew. And I think I had just had it, you know, shat, you know shadowy figures putting together a, a puzzle as they're watching the television and and that, that's what he came back with and i was like oh that's that's really cute he finds little ways to work in stuff that he's a big fan of and, and a lot of the times it's stuff that i'm a fan of too so it's it's uh it's pretty cool i won't give it away but but right yeah sometimes there's all these little happy surprises that are that are surprising even for me um that you know he just finds these little ways to to work these really cool things and sometimes he he you know sends me uh art as he's going along but usually things like that where he's He's working his little nods to things in. He saves till the very end so that I can, you know, <laughs> as I'm going through like the final art, just be like, oh, my gosh, you did that. That's so cool. Got to love Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I love them. That's one of the fun things. about Unless you let them sit this. around for too long and then they get really like smelly. <laughs> uh, oh my <laughs> Speaking of that, really weird aside, we found a piece of sushi in the back of Megan's car on the way here. That oh my. had been in there. <laughs> that probably has super gonorrhea. <laughs> super gonorrhea. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. It so was, it was like the spoiled. So I'll egg. actually stay on point. So I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old, and literally they could mm-hmm. not find one of the Easter eggs this year. And it's not like I hid them in ridiculous locations. Like I, I keep in mind they're nine and seven, um, but apparently I need to start keeping a map. Of where I hide them. Because <laughs> he forgot. Because uh, they could not find one and literally just chalked it up to, okay, the dog ate one of the Easter eggs. Like that's just all there is to it. Because like there has been no overbearing strong odor in the house and it's a thing. Mm. Thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Now you, if, if, you know, if knock on wood all goes well. Um, you know, better than Easter eggs, you'll be able to give your kids some some awesome comics to read uh, if this Kickstarter goes. So, and for what it's worth, I mean, like, this is probably the the most read article, um, and I'm totally going to segue for a sec. So the most read article on our website, which is itnd.com, is one that I wrote about three years ago now when I took my then – actually, it was two years ago. So I took my then seven-year-old daughter to a comic book store. And and it was hilarious because you know, I said daughter nine, son seven. So at the time they were seven and five um, and they had seen a commercial for The Big Bang Theory where they were in a comic book store and they like nagged me until I would not stop, until I would take them to a comic book shop. <laughs> so I took them and son was in seventh heaven. Like he was like 19 different versions of Wolverine, Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, life was good. My daughter literally pulled me aside and said, dad, where are the real comics? And I was like, what are you talking about? Mm. And she was, I, was yep. like, I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, okay, that's not Harley Quinn because Harley Quinn wears clothes. Um, <laughs> and yeah, she does. So it was, a, it was a whole thing. And, like, and I wrote this article and I pushed it mm-hmm. out and it became like – it went nuts. Like we got like 200,000 viewers on our website in a day because like comic book authors like picked it up and ran with it. And we got – we had people – like, it was so phenomenal. We had people like sending – like people mailed me. Um, comics that were good for for girls to read, and that's, that's, that's always awesome. been my, it. it yeah. totally, and that's honestly that's one of the cool things that I like about this industry and this genre is they get it. Like it's not, 
Mm-hmm. It's not what it used to be, which was 14-year-old boys that want, you know, girls mm-hmm. dressed like, you know, built like sine waves in as little clothing yep. as possible. And yes, that's still 80% of it. No, no, no. <laughs> that's what I was, I was going to say. Um, honestly, those kids, those kids that grew up with those comic books, those girls that grew up with their brothers reading the comic books are kind of like the people that are here today. Like I want to make something mm-hmm. that – the girls could enjoy so that they don't feel left out and they, or they don't feel objectified uh, yeah. or made so that, Right. Exactly. And so like that's the cool thing. And so I do. Right. I, like I'm always on the lookout for stuff like – and it's honestly – that's one of the reasons why I just back this is because it looks like something she might like. Well, like thank that. you. Thank you. Well, I, I hope so. I mean that's, that's part of the – you know, a big part of the intention was, you know, we wanted to make something for kids, but we wanted to make something – that was for kids that didn't kind of follow the, the, you know, the, I'd say the formula, you know, because, but, um, something that was not only like appropriate for kids, but also was, was kind of different from what a lot of the things that we were, uh, seeing out there or, or reading out there. I mean, yes, there, there are, you know, um, books for kids, but a, a lot of them are, are either, you know, um, you know, funny animal books, which there's nothing wrong with. I grew up with uncle Scrooge books. So, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I love that stuff. Um, but in terms of superheroes, um, yeah, I mean, I can go and I can buy, I mean, what's the one, um, that my son and I enjoy reading together is, is, um, Scooby-Doo team up, which yep. DC does. And it's, it's really nice. It's awesome. It's fun. It's all, you know, uh, the, the Scooby gang. And then like, it could be like Martian Manhunter this, this month and then Hong Kong Fooey another month. And then, you know, like Harley Quinn, you know, another oh, month. And I mean, that's, Hong that's Kong awesome. Fui. But uh, we, we really wanted Hong Kong Fooey. Uh, <laughs> number one, super guy. To, number one, super guy. That's right. Um, we, um, we wanted to do something, and actually, it's funny because you mentioned like it's been a while since we talked. And my son is turning five, but in that time, also, I have a daughter now too, and she's, um, you know, she's going to be two in the fall, um, and she loves like everything her brother does. So if he's playing with action figures, she wants to play with action figures. Best brother um, ever. And, and and while that wasn't necessarily a catalyst, it's like you know I can see firsthand when we go to you know like his Imaginex action figures of the DC characters that he plays with. It's like, you know, uh, she'll play with any of them. I mean, she'll play with Batman, you know, she'll play with, you know, uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, but it's like, but those female characters are very few and far between. You've got like Wonder Woman and Poison Ivy, maybe Batgirl are the ones I could think of off the top of my head, you know, and the, the rest of the, the figure line is, is pretty much, you know, entirely guys. And it just seems like I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like cliche, like I'm getting on a, on a soapbox because I know there's plenty of people who get on soapboxes, and that's not what I'm trying to to do. But it's just like, like I was just shocked. Like now as, as a dad, like oh my god, I was kind of shocked. There's not more out there, you know. So um, this was a way to do something that I thought um, that the lead character is a female, but I feel like the stories can appeal to um, anybody, no matter your gender, no matter your age. Um, but our lead character is, is a female with, with superpowers and, and her dog is, is a female dog as well. Um, you know, and, um, and her best, you know, the, the guy in the story, Weston, her best friend is like the, the one, like the non superpowered character. Um, he's the sidekick. I just, he's the sidekick. <laughs> yes. And, and as, as the story, and like I said, the initial story, you know, it'll, it's four chapters. So it'll span four, you know, four issues to, to, for the story. Um, you know, and, and he will kind of go into that sidekick role, but, uh, you know, he's the, he's the regular human being. She's the one with the superpowers, you know, saving the day and, and to working together to save the day. But it's just, I think that it is important to, um, make sure that everybody has a chance to see that they have the potential to be a hero. Um, 
And I think that sometimes, unintentional as it may be, that can kind of get lost in translation when you kind of look at the shelves. Um, and that was a really long-winded uh, sentence. And, and well, no, story. it's true. But I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping you you understand from your own experience with your daughter what I'm um, getting at. And, and it was just um, something that we really wanted to kind of like tackle. Um, you know, not overtly. I mean, you know, you don't you don't pick up a uh, you know the story of Lacey and Lily and you know have it preached to you. It's just a matter of like, hey, look at this. This girl's a middle schooler and she's dealing with you know middle school stuff, but at the same time, like hey, she's got superpowers and, you know, she's saving, you know, downtown from an alien invasion, you know, before the end of the school day. It's just, it, it's the kind of thing that, you know, you would have seen in, in, you know, any guy character for the past, you know, 70 years. It's just now um, there's more opportunities outside of the, the big comic industry to tell these kind of stories. Right. And the story of her, you know, being a superhero and being in middle school, like, it's great. There's also some really cool, subtle things that are, well, not really subtle, but there are other subplots <laughs> going on, um, you know, with her grandmother. Like, I, the first issue really caught me because, uh, you know, they're talking about the passing of her grandmother, and that's how she ends up, you know, getting the dog. And mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, like, my, one of the things I was thinking is, is, like, that is that, like, a situation, like, personal, like, a personal situation that happened? Or do you... Do, Okay. Do either you did your Andrew, grandmother die and give no, no, you a no. dog? No, no. Do either you or Andrew have a dog sidekick? Do you have superpowers? Well, no. I mean, uh, n- you know, no. Oddly enough, I um, I grew up with, with with a cat, and and then we had dog for a little while, um, and then you know, it's, uh, now my wife and I have three cats on top of our two children and third child on the way. Um, but, Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Um, but the, um, the the dog sidekick was was one of the was part of the elements that, that Andrew had brought to me when we said, you know, it's called I want to do something called Lacey and Lily. It's a girl and her dog, and they're superheroes. Boom, run with it. And like that was you know what I had to work with. So that was the um, that was kind of where the dog came from. But in developing the story, um, you know, which obviously there's there's more to tell beyond the first two issues because as I say it's a four chapter story. I don't want to give too much away, but I really wanted to. Um, it, as will be told, delve into a little bit of, of the idea of legacy. And, and in the first two issues, you know, after she gets this costume and she starts making a splash in the city, people are starting to say things to her like, wow, you really look like that, that superhero who used to be around and, and her dog. And, you know, like, and so she's kind of, and they're calling her by this, like, I call it like this golden agey kind of name, the Emerald Comet. It was the kind of thing I felt like you could see on like movie serial, right? You know, from ni- 1943. And um, and you know, but when she put on the costume, like the colors changed from what they originally were to to um, to her, and so she didn't have any any uh, emerald in her anymore. Uh, is when she first put it on, and so she's always telling people like, "Well, you know, it's, no, that's not really my name." And then everybody's kind of like, "Yeah, where's your green? How's your green emerald comet? What happened to your costume?" Emerald? You know, so everybody's kind of putting upon her this um, this legacy and this name of of this superhero who came before. And there'll be more. We'll be getting more into that in, in the last two chapters. Um, but there's a reason that she finds this costume. There's a re- There's there's a particular. Um, story of where this costume came from and why she has it and why there's a costume for her dog as well and and how it came to be um in the possession of her grandmother and how it it came to be in her possession um and and what it all means there's a a much kind of bigger mystery that's going to unfold especially in the last two uh chapters um 
but what it ties into is is a um, kind of a theme about um, you know uh, family and and legacy um, and what it kind of means to to uh, leave something behind um, <clears throat> you know uh, for your family. I don't want to go to more because the more I'm talking, the more I'm going to start giving away. No, that's actually really beautiful, and it's it's good to see. I mean, okay, first of all, this is all ages, which is fantastic. Um, I, I feel like there cannot be enough um, all ages books. And this is coming from me, who writes uh, eighteen plus 18 horror, plus yeah. horror stuff. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> exactly. But it's really nice. Um, per- Ron Jeremy thinks there should be more family friendly films. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Thank you for likening me to the Hedgehog. I appreciate you. Uh, so, but the thing that I think is really cool about like what you just said is that it's deeper than just being a superhero book because um, yeah. there's a lot of superhero books. And well, and it's that, hard, like, and you can do it without being either condescending or heavy-handed, right? Like, like most of the people that try to do something outside, like that are you know trying to do something, they wind up falling in one of those two categories, right? Um, and there's only like one other superhero series that I'm really into, and that's uh, Huck by Mark Millar because right? it's not. Truly, it's a superhero story, but it isn't. Mm-hmm. It's about a guy that just wants to do a good thing and and does mm-hmm. a good thing. And that's what I like about what I've read so far in the first two issues yeah. of Lacey and Lily. It's, it's, we're kind of discovering you know little bits and pieces as we go, but I can see that there's a bigger scope. And that's a great thing for me in a superhero book. Well, thank you. And that was what we kind of hoped was that each one could kind of – you know, if you did only read one, you could kind of read it and, and have a little fun superhero adventure. But if you read all four, you know, you will have this larger, um, more meaningful story, you know, behind it all. So hopefully it works on, on both levels in the end. And I think it will. Personally. <laughs> I appreciate your confidence in me. I have a lot of confidence in you, Dave. Well, I mean, since you guilt tripped me into backing much. it. Yeah. Oh, snap. No. No. That was all on Did you. it of my own free volition. I was going to say, because you wanted to. I do. <laughs> um, we're, we're getting a little close to time, but I did want to talk about you, – you have a novel that came out last year, One Missed, tr- missed Train. Yes. Um, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> taking a total like uh, end to – right to the other end of the spectrum. Um, it's it's – um, it's quite a bit darker <laughs> than um, than Lacey and Lily or, or even Holidays. Um, it, it was something that I had um, originally written um, shortly after college with a, a, a friend of mine, a very uh, uh, close friend of mine, talented young woman who lives in, in New England. And uh, we'd written a, um, a screenplay. And um, I had for, for a while thought in my head, like, gosh, that would – that would work really well as a novel. So I'd like it had been running around in my, my head for, for a while. And I had, had emailed uh, her, talked to her, um, you know, years ago and said, you know, I'm really going to turn this into a novel, you know, what, what we'd worked on, you know, uh, uh, kind of being able to, to go back and, and rewrite it that way. But sort of this concept, she was like, yeah, go for it. It's all yours. And, you know, uh, certainly acknowledge her in the, um, the beginning of the novel, but it was a, um, it was written, I don't want to say it, not quite 10 years ago. Actually, it was probably the original story was probably written like a dozen, like 12 years ago. And then in, in 2009, um, I was uh, out of work for a little bit after some hernia surgery and had a lot of time on Ouchie. my hands. Um, and and um, so in 2009, I had, had um, really just like delved deep into taking 
um, the screenplay from even years before that and uh, working it in, in a rewriting it, um, but as a novel. And then um, just last year, I finally, you know, uh, finally had it published. And after many years of editing and sending it out, you know, for, uh, you know, an outside editor to, uh, to tackle. And um, so it's, it's certainly a lot darker than, than probably what I, what I've done in, in recent years, but it's, um, you know, no less, you know, a, a part of me, just a, a very probably different side of me than what, what people would be used to from my comic work. Well, I mean, Holidays does definitely have its little darker <laughs> edge there. But um, when I read the synopsis of your book, it I was immediately intrigued because it, it it's this. Well, you know what? I don't even want to, like, give the synopsis. You're the writer. I want you to give the synopsis to people who are listening because, for me, that's what drew me in, the ideas. So go ahead. Well, I'm going to let you do it. Thank you. Uh, well, the, the idea, it takes place in, in the late 90s. Um, uh, so, I, you know, I don't know if that qualifies as a period piece. Uh, <laughs> it might but, now. Um, like, really, shit. It might very well <laughs> yeah, I know, now, right? <laughs> uh, that makes me just feel so old. Um, but it takes place in the late 90s, and it's about um, a, a 20-something, um, well, a young, it doesn't have to be 20-something, but, but a, a 20-something, 30-something, like, uh, uh, indie filmmaker. Um, you know, right when that time when, when indie film was still... Um, it, it it wasn't quite what it is now where, you know, you, it's so easy to do. I don't want to say easy, but so much more accessible than it was back in the 90s. I mean, right. in the 90s, you know, it was, you know, um, but you had like the Kevin Smiths making their their, their original splashes, you know, Richard Linkletter um, and, and those folks. And so it takes place in, in, in that era. And there's a, a young uh, filmmaker in a small town who makes an independent film. And um, it's really not that great. His 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 ego is is much greater than his talent. Um, but what happens is there's a, a big public tragedy that and after he's assumed among the dead, and with that um, his film starts getting um, buzz on the film festival circuit. And suddenly, um, this film that really is not that great, just out of um, pure buzz, is picking up steam and starts becoming this. Um, this this very uh, wanted um interesting um kind of mystery um and so his film is his film and and he have sort of become famous but he's assumed dead so he's kind of struggling with um remaining in hiding while his his art um is being elevated to heights that he never thought he would ever see and so he is is kind of struggling with uh, you know kind of staying in hiding and letting his, his art um, be what he's always wanted or coming forward and having the whole thing exposed as a sham. Um, and at the same time, those small town people who were in his film are, are living their 15 minutes of fame, whether they know it or not. And um, before too long, you know, everybody starts spiraling like downward um, with which each of the decisions that they, they make. So it's, it, it's written very much to be a tragedy. That's why I say it's, it's, it's a bit darker, um, but um, it, just delves into to various elements that, that I was always interested in from, you know, like a film scene um, to, you know, a time when I was, uh, you know, a teenager, you know, in the 90s um, and, and was a way to just kind of like mix that all together into this, um, I think, weird offbeat um, tale of, of what's more important um, in your life, um, you know, to be known or, you know, <laughs> to live the life that you were actually given. And that's, why I bought the book because it that struggle <laughs> it's just very interesting. I mean, it's a it's something that not a lot of people 
are probably going to ever experience in their life. And I, I like to experience things. A lot of the things I've experienced have been through books. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> books take you places. <laughs> and I feel like this story has something that I haven't experienced. And I know that you're a fantastic writer, so I'm very much looking forward to checking it out. Well, thank you. I feel like LeVar Burton should like was, was about to like pop up out of nowhere and be like, and you don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if only. So I, I really appreciate. I really appreciate that because that was just your buildup was just so wonderful. I, 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 that was what I was waiting for next. <laughs> you know, meeting rainbow. We, <laughs> God, if we not, had Levar on speaking of '90s resets, yeah. Oh, well, he he now has a new podcast that's he basically does. like reading Rainbow for adults, I know. and I am all about that life. So he just grew up to do the same. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I respect that. Much so love. we've actually been talking. Apparently, like we may or may not start uh, syndicating Neil deGrasse Tyson's stuff, and apparently, the same person behind that is actually hooked into Levar Burton's oh, thing. Oh man! And so yeah. Oh, wow. So then we, I want to get them here for an event because that would be amazing. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> Such It's like full circle. Let's sort of. do it. Scheming and plotting is what I do. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so your Kickstarter just started, uh, what was that, like three days ago? Yes, yes. And I still couldn't be a champion ago. of justice. Screw those two people. Uh, you, know what, you know what? That's mom and dad. Leave mom and dad alone. And, no, and honestly, pay attention to Kickstarter when things come out. That's on you. Uh, right, because I have an alert on Kickstarter to notify me of every freaking Kickstarter that comes out. That's yeah. As you should. That's what I do, yeah. As you should. You don't have a life, Dave. Come on. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so it just started and you're about you're over, well, over 20%. Twenty five percent. Yeah, we're we're over we're over twenty five percent as of today. So with twenty seven days to go, I'm I'm hoping we can kind of keep the momentum. I'm very grateful to to uh, to you folks for helping to keep uh, to, trying to to keep that momentum going. And and if we can, you know, next stop is fifty, and there's seventy five. And if I'm doing the math right, after that's a hundred. Um, I was told there'd be no math. I was told um, there'd be no math. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just really hopeful, um, you know, we can do this because, you know, get this into, you know, readers' hands. And, you know, Andrew's already at work on uh, issue number three. Um, he's been, you know, uh, penciling and, and inking that right along. And so, you know, if we can make this work, you know, we'll probably be doing one for, for number three to get that, you know, off to the printers as well. And then number four, and that'll tell our, our, our big uh, introductory story. Um, and then I guess we'll we'd reevaluate after that. But uh, right now, the big thing is just plowing through and staying optimistic that we're going to be able to get these first two chapters out there to everybody. Absolutely. And we did talk about holidays a little bit. And I know that there was some more things that were probably going to come out of the series. Uh, what is the status on holidays for people who are interested in knowing that? <laughs> Well, if anybody uh, you know wants to check out holidays, the the trade paperback with the first um, five holiday stories is available. Um, gosh, Amazon, Barnes and Noble. I think if you search the the internet um, for holidays, and that, that's spelling it D A Z E um, holidays. Um, <laughs> you know, it's available through Barnes. You know, a lot of different places you can order online. Um, I feel like Matthew McConaughey then, should be the uh, spokesman for that. Then the whole dazing yeah, and confused. Right on, right on, right on. Holidays. 
<laughs> Sorry, his car's his and his car can't make a left turn because it just goes all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. I love it. Uh, and um, we've got um, we had you know two more issues come out after the trade paperback, um, but obviously we're waiting um, till there's some more before we collect those as well. Um, but there's there's multiple uh, issues of holidays that have either been. Um, uh, mostly penciled or penciled and inked and are waiting colors. We, we, um, we've been kind of working on several uh, new holidays issues um, at once so that we can, when we come back, with it's not you know, coming back with one and then, okay, let's wait a long time before we do something else. We actually come back with, with uh, several uh, consecutive issues and then uh, you know, uh, collect all of those in a, in a second trade paperback as well. Um, so if you like your humor um, of, of the uh, more mature variety, and by mature, <laughs> I mean immature, um, then, uh, yeah. you know, holidays is for you, my friends. It absolutely is. It's, it's, it's very, it's special, like, in a, like good special, <laughs> not like short bus thing. helmet. It's it, yeah. It, it's a special kind of thing. It, it, it builds and it's just very funny. I cool. love to laugh. So I enjoy it. Very Thank much. you. Well, we, we look at it as like our, our, just our, our, personal sitcom to play with so you know it's it's fun to kind of just be able to go completely bonkers with it and and know that you can never really go you know too far with an idea uh, you know i don't mean like too far with like a gross out idea i just mean like too far with something that sounds ridiculous because it's a bunch of holiday characters hanging out at the bar you really cannot go quote unquote too far with what kind of ridiculous uh situation you set them up with and if people are interested in finding you on, you know, the internets somewhere or, you know, being able to purchase any of these items that we've talked about today, <laughs> where would they find you? Uh, the books are all on Amazon.com. Uh, either, and if they're not in print, then they're, they're available digitally, um, available digitally on Comicsology for the comics. Um, I have a website, DaveDelaChase.com, uh, probably a little harder to spell, but um, you can find me on, on Twitter. Um, uh, uh, also, oh, I also have my, uh, my blog, thedorkydaddy.com. So I'm available through there too, where I, I kind of pontificate about, um, parenthood and just my dorky musings. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm there. I'm online. I'm findable. Find me. Talk to me. You know? <laughs> shut me up. Somebody needs to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. They should not shut you up. You have, you have a lot of great things to say. So we're just going to keep you Thank or you. let you keep running yeah. in a circle until and you get for, tired for the third hour of the way station. That's right. For segment five of <laughs> right. the way station. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much Dave for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. It's always great to thank talk you. to you and it was really good to catch up and, and see. I'm excited that you have a daughter. I didn't know that. I knew about your son. But I know. That's super cool. Yeah. She, she's, she's a firecracker and, and, and he's, you know, they're, they both have, uh, very fun, uh, big personalities, and I wouldn't have it any other way. I may be ruling that day when they're teenagers and I'm dealing with it, but for now, I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm not going to lie. You are breaking what I believe to be the cardinal rule of parenthood, which is parents should only ever go man-to-man and not have to go zone. <laughs> so by having a third kid, you are throwing that you are throwing the balance of power out of equation. <laughs> I, my wife and I have had that conversation so many times. It throws our numbers off. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, that means you're probably going to have to have one more. 
Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that, though, how we end an interview because that was an amazing sound. Right. The next entry on the Dorky Daddy will be How I Got My Vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, my wife had twins. I'm writing to you. I am writing this post with much ice. <laughs> 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 oh my god well thank you so much Dave for being on the show we really appreciate it and everybody go check out Kickstarter check out his every, everything actually well, I'm sure you'll have the links on the Facebook page <laughs> oh, yeah, and everything we're gonna, else we're yep. gonna throw it all up on the way station and my private page and Twitter and all you know we're throwing it out in the universe because it's worthwhile thank you guys it so is. much thank you and hopefully we'll have a chit chat soon you know maybe after the Kickstarter yes I would love to yeah <laughs> All right, well, thank yes, you so let's much. Do for... that. Let's reconvene after the Kickstarter. Oh, we should. Mm-hmm. There you go. We definitely should. I feel like that's life. We're talking about it. how things went. <laughs> All right. Awesome. We'll, we'll talk to you really soon, Dave. Have a great night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was our interview with Dave Delachase. Oh, my God. I love that guy. He's really sweet. I love that. That was a really good interview. Yeah, no, that's how an interview should go, guys. He's a very, very good human, a very great writer, very kind, and he... And a great interview. Absolutely, it was a great interview. Absolutely, it was. Hey, Dave, absolutely. It, it was, was great. It really, it was, it was, it was great. really good. It was great. Well, you know, guys named Dave, we tend to do our okay. <laughs> I'm going to say him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. On that note. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whatever, Mrs. Smallmouth. Oh, shallow mouth. Sorry. That was shallow? That, no, that wasn't me. That was. That was That's why I that said Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Shallow mouth. No, no, because your husband no, has a shallow. We're not. Yeah, but that. that She's no. like, we're not bringing that back up. No, we're done with that. I am we're not even a part of that. <laughs> it's not my doing. It's on him. <laughs> yeah, and he did it a whole bunch. Like I feel, I didn't I, give I him felt, those cue cards. <laughs> I did not. I felt like very. I didn't know where he was going to go with that. You know, Tom. You know, Tom. I know that every time that your husband gets drunk, he thinks anybody that's around him is going to have an orgy. What? <laughs> what? No. No, I'm not saying with him. He just thinks that people are going to just have orgies because he's drunk. So he thinks he that just people spontaneously Caligula is going to happen. Yeah. Wait. Wh- what? Really? Am, do I not pay attention to my husband? You did. You were in the room when we talked about this. When was like, this? Twice. The two times I've seen him drunk. I remember. Wow. I, don't remember I just, I just revealed something about her husband. Well, dun, no, dun, dun, you know what? It's probably because when he was saying it, I was drunk, so I really was not paying attention. <laughs> That's probably true. Well, there you go. She tuned him out. It happens. <laughs> like, oh, my husband's drunk. Let me be even more. I have to intoxicated so I don't like, listen to what he's saying. And nine times out of ten, if my my husband's drunk, I'm far worse than he is anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. And such is another episode of The Way Station, where we've talked about penises and jerking off. Welcome to Dick Week. Or actually, this wraps up Dick Week. This does wrap up Dick Week. Dick Week is over. Sorry, everybody else. Dick should always be wrapped. Or else he gets super gonorrhea. Super gonorrhea. (laughs) Um, I don't know what I was just thinking of. And you might hate me for bringing it up. Shitting Dick (laughs) Nick. <laughs> Shitting dick nipples. Oh, the good times. Good times. Stop. Stop. My penis can only get so erect. We had to close out Dick Week with that. 
Okay. Actually, that or a dick wheel. Yeah, dick wheel. A dick, a dick wheel. wheel. Randall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but when uh, that's all, I I'm really sorry to Dave who came on our show for an interview and like we're talking about all of this wrapped around his all ages story. I apologize. <laughs> um, hopefully, this does not offend your good sensibility. You know, you know, from, we didn't even we didn't even get to the pedophile robots. Oh God! Oh yeah. Well, or there, there's Paltrow. none of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, we can save that for another week. Yeah. It, it's about that time where we're wrapping the this funk shit soul up. brother. <laughs> Check it out now. Absolutely. Yes. So, until next time, I'm Stephanie. I'm not a burrito. I'm Jason, but I might not be here next time. I- he might not be. He might be fired. He might be here. He might you be are well. the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 so, anyway, until next time, keep it indie. Bye. <laughs>